With us today is uh, Janine Pirro, a former mm, okay. prosecutor and judge. Okay. With us today is Janine Pirro, a former prosecutor, a judge, and a TV host and a radio host on WABC Radio, and she'll be on every Sunday at 11 o'clock. Uh, Janine Pirro, judge. The yes. department, the, I think the American people are starting to doubt the validity of the Department of Justice. I mean, I, well, I, I hate to say that. Well, uh, you hate to say it. I spent 30 years in the trenches as a prosecutor, a judge, and a DA. I was a believer. I mean, I believe in the justice system. I believe in truth, justice, and the American way. So no one is, is more devastated by what we're seeing in America today than, than people like me who have fought the good fight and have, have made sure that justice was meted out in an even-handed manner. But what is happening in America today, and I, I don't think people are just finding it out. I think people have felt it. Uh, instinctively, but it has been confirmed and reconfirmed, you know, with uh, and, and, and it shouldn't matter what part of the, the political spectrum you're on. But it's it's pretty, pretty clear that, you know, if you are a Democrat, uh, that you're going to get away with whatever you need to get away with, even if you admit your crime, as, as Hillary Clinton did in the Durham report, they came out and said, she made up the dossier, that fake dossier that, you know, the former president, uh, Barack Obama, who was the president at the time, and Vice President Joe Biden, uh, she told them that she had to make up this dossier uh, to get the press off her back with the email scandal. And the FBI, the Department of Justice, took that fake dossier and split this country apart for four years. I mean, the haters, oh, my God, Donald Trump, he's he's, he's pro-Putin. He's a Putin asset, Russian asset. Um, and, and then what we see is we've got a sitting president who's got classified documents from when he was a senator where it is a crime to take any documents out of the a skiff, uh, which obviously is a sensitive room where you, you can't take anything out. You can't send any, send any messages. He's got those documents from when he was a senator. I mean, that's pretty clear cut. And I'll tell you the But is that past the. Now, I think their defense has been that it's past the statute of limitations. Is oh, there a statute okay. of limitations let me, on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, John. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but. No, I no, mean, it's okay. It, it, We're having a discussion. If the FBI knew about it and purposely did nothing about it, as far as I'm concerned, the statute of limitations is told. T O L L E D. If they intentionally did nothing. They knew about it, and they, they, they dug their heels in and said, we're not going after them. Then, as far as I'm concerned, they're part of the fraud, and the statute of limitations when it comes to fraud is when you find out about it. So, you know, let's stop with this namby-pamby horse crap. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, I, I verbally said it on WABC that uh, if something is not right and they have – that if the Department of Justice, people people at the Department of Justice, if they have undue influence that of something wrong with the FBI, then I think Christopher Wray has the obligation to stand up and say, enough is enough. This is wrong, and uh, you, you should not be directing the FBI to do X, Y, and Z. First of all, do you think Christopher Wray has the, the intestinal fortitude to do that? 
Christopher Raven. I'm asking. He appeared in, I'm telling you, he doesn't. The first time he appeared before Congress, and he, you know, Congress was asking in their oversight uh, authority for certain documents. He says, "Well, you know, we can't give it." And this was years ago, and right now with that 1023, the most damaging document around, Christopher Ray was not handing it over to Congress, which has congressional oversight, constitutional oversight over uh, the Department of Justice and the FBI. It wasn't until they threatened him contempt. He made a decision to hand over a 1023, redacted, of course, but that 1023 wasn't even classified. But what was in the 1023, John, what was in that 1023 is not only the claim by a verified, confirmed, paid-for FBI agent, uh, FBI informant, I should say, uh, who had been proven truthful over and over again that a president of a company – Probably Burisma was giving Joe Biden and Hunter Biden $5 million each to make sure that Burisma could do work in the United States. And then the same document is the one that said he's got tape. Now, the, the, this is a document the FBI didn't want to hand over. Christopher Ray, instead of fighting with Congress and refusing to hand over an unclassified document that they're entitled to, you ought to be investigating that. You should be on top but of But who's going to investigate it? If Congress, if Congress investigates it, who prosecutes? Nobody. That's the whole point. The Department of Justice is in the swamp. They're in the pocket so of the we're, Biden administration. So we can't do anything until there's an election no. in 2024. We can't do anything at all. And I just want to say, I know this happened a few days ago, but that Hunter Biden uh, nonsense uh, plea if you pay $1.2 million in taxes, John Casamitidis, and you're a billionaire and you know all about this stuff, how much do you think you got to make to pay $1.2 million in taxes? Four or $5 million? Yes. All right. Now, this is the year that they found that, uh, that document and the, uh, the 1023 and the claim by the owner of Burisma that he gave $5 million to each of them. They would have to find the money that Hunter, a crack addict, sex addict, a dirt bag, where was he getting that money? He was getting that money from Ukraine. So why aren't they charging him with being a foreign lobbyist like Paul Manafort, who went to jail, solitary confinement before he was even convicted? Why is why are we not finding out about the money laundering? How did we get that money from Ukraine? What money was he making? His family says, oh, poor, poor Hunter. He was drug addicted. Damn right he wasn't. He was sucking money out of Ukraine, Russia, and all the other countries understood. where his father was a point man on energy. Judge Pirro understood. And uh, we, the American people have to sort it out because it's difficult to see where the heck we are right now. Uh, tell us, uh, you're going to be on uh, today, Sunday at 11 o'clock on WABC. What are you going to talk about? Well, you know what? I have got an excellent medical uh, doctor who, uh, as you may know, John, there have been something like 350 medical articles and, and things uh, that well documented about how we were misled during COVID. And I'm not interested, although I, of course, I am. But um, in terms of where it came from, I think everybody agrees it came from the Wuhan lab. But the issue that we're going to be talking about is what was the evidence that caused them to come out with this vaccine? 
There is evidence that the vaccine, especially for Omicron, made it worse for people. That's why they were telling him to get it again and again. So I've got Dr. Peter McCullough, who's going to be on. And I've also got Frank Gaffney, who's going to be on, uh, with all of what's going on in China right now. And whether or not the United States is going to let Xi Jinping invade Taiwan in exchange for those uh, chips that we so desperately need. And, you know, dollars to donuts, I think China does it while Joe Biden is president, because everyone knows he's a weakling. Well, Jimmy, Judge Jeanine Pirro, I'm looking forward to your 11 o'clock show besides, and, and we'll catch up again real soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Bye-bye.